Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. I was going to say, it's the weekly news and chat show from Bottom of the Stream, which it still is. Yeah. Sorry, the world famous Bottom of the Stream <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but It's a little bit different this week. Yeah, because we're on off season. Yeah, we're not, we're not in our, a season. Our two weeks <laughs> off season. <laughs> we have two weeks a year where we're not in season. <laughs> In season, is that right? <laughs> no, so you'll have like I have done you, up two you'll be getting mounted by stuff. If you say that's not necessarily a bad thing, I suppose not. <laughs> oh, it's gone wrong already. <laughs> well, it's been a while. We've not seen each other for two weeks. We've not done no, I don't anything. Think so. We've not done a podcast for two weeks. No, had a week off. I know. Did you have a nice week off? I did. Fantastic time. Yeah, good. It yeah. felt quite nicely because it was a very busy week. Yes, there's a lot going on for both of us. I think, and uh, it felt quite nicely. Yeah, I got to, I got to go and see. My kids in a dancing show, which was, was very, it good. Very good. Yeah, it was excellent. How did they get yeah. on? They're very good. Good. Yeah, they were. They were really good. I know they're really good. I was just wondering how the show was. It was, it was, this, it, it was great. I mean, good. it's one of those, isn't it, where you're like, it's kids I'm here for two stage. hours. My kids are in about half an hour of it. <laughs> just have to make I'll the best of it. Sit quietly and eat some Maltesers and be alone with my thoughts for the, <laughs> for the rest of it. Good. <laughs> so, what are we doing today? We are doing a mini wave. A mini wave. Well, is it a mini wave? I guess it's like a special edition I of the wave. Literally no idea we've never how done long it this before. will last. No, we've never done this before. So we're doing. We're going to start off as normal with a bit of news. Yeah. A bit of top of the stream stuff, and then we've got the wild card winners movie thing. Yeah, I guess. Well, so basically, if choice. you win the wild card competition that we run every season, yeah, you get to pick an, any film from the history of time for us to watch, and we'll do a little mini chat about it. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do at the end of this one. We are. So we're not going to extend our rods into... Where are we at Kiss Me First? Like Two episodes left. Two left? Okay. So we're not going to do that this week. We're just going to talk about the film that Samuel Holland has picked for us. As his prize. As his prize. He's made me watch this movie. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting one. So we'll get to that at the end. But I guess we just start with where we normally start. Just, just wave on. Got some news. You got some Netflix news? Are we going straight to news? Have you done? Is there anything you've done this week? I've uh, painted you my deck in. Lovely. So if you have I'm a look out the window. Have a look. Yes, what I used, can confirm. What used to be cream is now grey. Yeah. So it's not quite finished yet. So I've still got some touching up to do, but other than that, it's nearly there. Uh, I've also brought a greenhouse, which you'll also see if you look out the window. I can so confirm. stuff in it. Um, I've spent quite a lot of money on my garden. What are you going to grow? I'm going to grow chilies, tomatoes and lettuces. Nice. Main, chilies and tomatoes mainly because of pizza sauce. I'm going to make pizza, my own pizza sauce sure. from my own grown tomatoes. And lettuce and sauce. Because I quite like it. Lettuce. <laughs> Although I don't think it's doing very well. It looks a bit uh, withered. It's, and then it went in last Saturday. It's chilly. It's it is chilly. After it, so yeah, I spent quite a lot of money on my garden recently with the new lawnmower purchase a while back. And Brilliant. now that all the decking stuff. The paint for the decking is £50 a tin. Oh my word. I know. <laughs> Nearly had a heart attack. So, so yeah, I've been... been my lawnmower broke. Did it? Yeah. You want one? I've got one downstairs. It's well, I fixed one. it. I got a part and well, I fixed it. Well done, very manly of you. What was broke about it? The 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 rope and that whole mechanism. The starting was it a petrol rope. one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I got a new top bit. Cool. Well done. Twenty. I was like, oh, do I try this for twenty quid? Yeah, I'm gonna try it. And it worked. Yeah. Excellent. That's the most boring conversation. I've <laughs> it was ever a little bit. <laughs> Went out for dinner twice this week. Oh, nice. So that's been all right. Um, seen some people. Went to the cinema and what day is it today? Today, it's, it's Thursday. Thursday. So I went to the cinema on Monday. Okay, I have also been to the cinema since I've last seen you, so we will we'll reference get to that as well. So yeah, we've done quite a bit Excellent. in the last couple of weeks. Nice. Cool. So should we get into some news then? Crack on with some news. Uh, I know, I don't have to Which ask you, Which one am I starting? 
the bottom. I okay, start at the bottom. Of course. I know that I don't have to ask you if you like dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. Who doesn't love dinosaurs? Well, exactly. Some no fun people. <laughs> Everybody loves dinosaurs. Why are we talking sure. about dinosaurs? Uh, because Jurassic World Dominion is out this summer. Oh, of course, yeah. And the director of said forthcoming film, Colin Trevorrow, yeah, has posted on Twitter. I'm a nerd. I also like dinosaurs and I like maps. <laughs> a map of North American dinosaur sightings. Oh, okay. Because the, they're all out there, man. Yeah, in the film, the dinosaurs have escaped the island. Nebula. Yeah. So excellent. So there's across, a map of where they've all been. Yeah, across North America, what has been sighted where? Cool. That's there's quite a lot cool, about, isn't it? Yeah. How are you? Are you excited for this movie? To I've, to see. I love the shanking yes. around. Of course, I am catching a subway. Ever, ever since Jurassic Park came out, all those many, many years Eating ago, a hot dog. we've all just wanted to see dinosaurs invading the real world. Surely, yeah. that's what we've always wanted. We knew it was coming eventually, so it feels like we're getting a, an end of the story. Maybe uh, I want it. I want it to go full on and end with like Chris Pratt astride a Velociraptor. Yeah, it's definitely got. That's definitely got to happen. Going into battle like yeah. some sort of dinosaur riding cowboy yeah if that doesn't happen then this film's a disaster <laughs> no i feel like i feel like it's be, the whole of the jurassic park series has been coming to this situation sam neil's gonna thread flintstone down a brontosaurus neck <laughs> it's gotta be batshit crazy it's gotta be you gotta go out with a bang hasn't he yeah, old, uh, colin yeah. he's uh yeah you throw everything at the wall yeah why not see what sticks no i am looking forward to it I, i've got i've always had a soft spot i love jurassic park it's one of my favorite films of all time but obviously the rest of them are not great. Is this like but this? Then they just leave it home, leave your brain at the door. Little pizza and a magnum films, aren't they? What is this? The sixth Jurassic Park movie? Seventh? Six or seven? It's the third one in this trilogy, isn't yeah. it? Says six. It's crazy. Madness. Mm. Madness. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm excited. Check, check that out on Twitter, Colin Trevorrow's Twitter account. You can find a map of dinosaurs. I, uh, you can go look for them if you want. I don't. It's not real, but. You know. <laughs> Why not? Have a go. It's a bit of art that somebody's made for him. It's quite liked. Do you like J.J. Abrams? Yes. Correct. Do the you best like TV show of all time. toys? Yes. <laughs> Do you like cars? Yeah, I could take or leave a car. Do you like car toys? Because J.J. Abrams is signed up to produce a Hot Wheels movie. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, please tell me in what way... This will not be like the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, surely that's all it's going to be. <laughs> but JJ likes to make things a little bit wacky, doesn't he? So I suppose so. Maybe there'll be no drivers. Maybe it's just the cars. Maybe yeah. it's like live action cars, the movie cars. Okay. Live action. What, well, with like <laughs> eyes on there? Yeah. Headlights and stuff? Yeah. Maybe. Like, a bit like Transformers that don't transform. Just cars. I always liked... I didn't mind Transformers when I was a kid, as a yeah. cartoon. I don't. I don't like the movies. I don't. I don't think they're very good at all. I I preferred though as a as a crappy eighties cartoon mask, which mask, was when yeah. vehicles transformed into other vehicles. Yeah. How was in all the remakes and creative yeah. shortage in Hollywood? How was mask That's the movie never happened? Very good point. How has that never come back? Yeah. That's a good point. I wonder if someone somebody do that, please. Somebody randomly owns the okay. franchise. Someone. Yeah. Must do. Somebody alone. Uh, anyway, JJ Abrams' company, production company, Bad Robot, uh, is going to try and get Hot Wheels the movie going. Uh, apparently, there have been lots of attempts to do this previously. 
Uh, Sony, Legendary, and Warner Brothers have all failed to get a Hot Wheels movie off the ground. Oh, okay. It's had McGee, Simon Crane, Justin Lin, who very famous for the Fast and the Furious, <laughs> uh, try to try to get something going, and it's not happened. So here we go. Let's see if uh, if anybody can Abrams do it. Abrams can do it. JJ can do it. If anybody can do it, I did a did a great job with Star Wars, didn't he? So. I just had a little, yeah. I just had a little horrible moment there that I didn't press record, but I have, so we're good. Well, there you go. It's good to be back in the saddle <laughs> and ride that line of, uh, of worry. I'm always worrying. Uh, the most unsurprising news, I yeah, think, in the last bit. last couple of weeks, it, but it is now official. Robert Patterson and Matt Reeves are both back on board. It is official. There will be the Batman sequel. Yeah, I think that was like definitely always going to happen. It's, it, do you know what ha- what did happen? What that it was on the bubble. Yeah. Should we do it? Should we not? I know it's made a lot of money. Yeah. But there's that guy, that Adam guy, on that bottom of the stream podcast who keeps saying, <laughs> "I'm not sure if I'm going to go and watch that movie or not." Ah, uh, that. And when you be. said, "No, I'm going," that and then then I actually really enjoyed yeah. it. That was enough for them to give it the green light. I think. I think you're probably right. I f- I feel like I have that sort of sway. Yeah, 100%. You reckon? 100%. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 th- I dread think... to think how long it's going to be. <laughs> well, I think it'll be uh, 2024, at least. Uh, yeah, it's going it, to be... When it comes out. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm being, uh, <laughs> being annoying on purpose. Uh, it could, <laughs> well, look, it made $759 million and counting. So, yeah. it's got to be bigger and bolder and longer than the last one, surely. It'll be longer. <laughs> that one's three hours long. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good, good, uh, good university got going there. I hope my 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 uh, request would be stick. Don't go down the Nolan template. Yeah. Don't don't do the Joker in the second film. No. I think the Joker's been done to death. Yeah. Where where would we you all know Jared Leto ruined that enough for all of us? <laughs> Jared Leto just ruined life, everything. Lives, allegedly. <laughs> Um, do you want a Robin? How does that does that work? Well, it's course? never been done. No, well, no in... one teased it, didn't he? A little bit, but yeah. he never actually did it. As if you could do it in live action, so maybe. Mm. I suppose it's, it's what eighty years of history to go. There's loads of stories you could go for. I think you could do a lot worse than doing. Regardless of which villain you get in the second one, or the. I. I didn't play that many computer games, but I played the second Batman one. Yeah. And when... Oh, they're really good. Like when the Joker's just setting stuff for you all around the mm. city. Do that later. Do it in the, if you're going to do a couple more movies. Do it at the end. That yeah. should be the climactical movie. But wasn't that one of the most pro- the biggest problems with Nolan's trilogies? You did that second. Yeah. When and then, then everyone... Yeah. And then Bane's just like... Well, a bit of an anti-climax. Not the Joker, is he? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Although... He will just go for the Joker. He teased it in this one. So he's definitely going to do it. Yeah. Cool. Next. Netflix. This one? Yeah. Yeah. We've talked a bit about Netflix games. Yeah. Netflix have said that by the end of the year, they want to have 50 games on Netflix games. Wow. Okay. Uh, We are currently at 17. Oh really? I didn't realise there was even that many. I haven't checked for a while. No, I haven't, to be fair. They have also announced that they have signed up and are developing 
a TV show based on the Exploding Kittens board game. Yeah, I've heard about this. And a mobile game. That's exciting. So they're going all all in on that property on multiple fronts. Can't fault them. We played that, didn't we? A few months yeah, we ago. did. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good fun. fun. It is good fun. Yeah. So 50, 50 games by the end of the year. Good. Have you used it much? No. I really haven't. I've literally only used it for enough checked a few out on it for on here. Yeah. I'm not. I don't even think about it to build it. But then I don't play a lot of mobile games. No, same. I don't have. I don't, I don't have a lot of time for that yeah. sort of thing, unfortunately. But no, good for them. People are obviously doing it. Trivia Quest was quite successful, I think, as well. Did you ever go back to that? No, no, me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a quite a successful experiment. They've got to do what they can to keep people interested, haven't they? Do what they can to keep people on the system, on the service. Got to, um, yeah, keep people. If the price is going up. It goes, keeps them, going up. The rate is going those, up. Uh, given those games. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's cool. I mean, we can talk briefly about the Netflix controversy, which happened as soon as we went off air for the <laughs> yeah, literally season the most, finale. The most news, the most Netflix has ever been in the news. Right, since we've been doing this podcast, is the week that we had off. I would put a big, big asterisk behind the the sort of. I've seen so many. Is this the end of streaming? Is yeah. this the end of Netflix articles? Yeah. When there should be a bit of an asterisk next to the stat because yes, Netflix have lost two hundred thousand subscribers in yeah. the first quarter of this year, but <laughs> if you actually read into it a little bit more, they added five hundred thousand new subscribers. And lost 700,000 subscribers by pulling out of Russia. Oh, okay. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, the news like the news media of... Uh, everybody's always against Netflix in the media. And it feels like you just try and spin a story in that direction. Yeah. However, the, the reason the stock has plummeted so much is that Netflix themselves have said they expect to lose up to 2 million yeah. this year. There's, there's that is, is, that's the real headline, yeah. not the headline that's actually been a headline. No. <laughs> and there's no debate in the fact that people are unsubscribing. I know at least two people that have unsubscribed sure. to Netflix recently. People are unsubscribing. But I don't necessarily think it's all Netflix's fault. That people are unsubscribing because people haven't got any money. And luxuries are the first things to go. Yeah. And there's a there's a world in economic turmoil yeah. through various corrupt governments and <laughs> there's all sorts of shit kicking exactly. off. Exactly what you're trying to say. And uh, admittedly, people are Netflix is not as an attractive a prospect as it was a few years ago. They're not getting new release movies anymore. They're purely concentrating on their own stuff. And, and Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is on it a lot. <laughs> but it isn't the prospect. It isn't the streaming service that it was a few years ago. But there's still so much good stuff on Netflix. Yeah, you just you just need to find it. Yeah, you so. just you you've got to be down. That's what we're here for. Of Follow course. us, we'll find it for you. You've you've also do. got a a bit of a lag because you know things like Russian Doll, which hit last week, Stranger Things, which is out in a couple of months. It's been three years since the last se- yeah. season. The pandemic because of the pandemic as well. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's, that's really not helped them. Yeah, they you you can't profit and benefit from shooting your bolt early when people, you had a captive audience sat at home and then not expect it to catch up with you at some yeah, point. Of course you that's can't. What yeah, exactly. They were they, they had the mass most massive amount of subscribers when the pandemic hit. Yeah. And people will pull away from that yeah. now. They don't need it anymore. But yeah, I don't know. And the, then you've got you've got something like Disney, which is only now you would probably say, because for the same reason of 
catching up that with that lag. Yeah. Starting to throw big series on mm-hmm. often because again it was there wasn't that much there to start with. No, there wasn't. Obviously, no, there's the library, true. but yeah. I mean, the price increases are not good. They're, they're, they seem to be coming too regularly. And it's, I think it's £15.99 now for the top yeah. top service, which is a lot of money. And now they're saying, it's it's like this week, they just thought, shit, we'll just throw all the bad news out there. Because then they said, well, we're going to put some adverts on there as well for the lowest two tiers of I think it's a good option. Yeah, it's, it, it's been coming for a while. Disney have said they're, gonna, they're yeah. looking at the same thing. So. Yeah, but nobody's reporting that. Everybody's like, yeah. Netflix is going to give you adverts. Nobody's going, well, so are Disney Plus. Yeah. So are Amazon. Amazon already do. Exactly. And I don't think it's that big a deal, but I can understand why people are annoyed about it. It just depends how I can how and where they go. I can remember when you didn't have ad- adverts on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. If, if they do it like the YouTube model where you can skip it after a few seconds, it wouldn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like everybody was being negative on Netflix, so they just thought, well, they had just, them stories in the chamber ready just, to go. Didn't yeah, they? let's that's, just throw all the bad shit out there. I know, look, we've been as critical as anyone of yeah, uh, Netflix at times. But, yeah, I completely get it. But um, there's definitely been a bit of lazy journalism around this. 100%. So the real lead's been buried a bit. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> then today it's been announced that, well, the government were trying to get Ofcom to regulate them again yeah. or for the first time, which is interesting as well. Yeah. So that's going to. Netflix seemed to be keen for it, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's Ofcom that needs rebuilding rather than get sure. get the modern not, ways not that we fit, consume. Not fit a new thing to an old, no, old model. Yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. There's a modern way that we're consuming media now, and you're trying to fit that to Ofcom, whereas it should be Ofcom that's evolving. Exactly. But that's not going to happen, <laughs> unfortunately. But yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting couple of weeks, but I feel, like you say, I think the media have blown it a lot more than it needed to be a bit i mean I, again i've read some articles saying you know well as a result of this all these shows have been cancelled and i'm sitting there thinking no netflix always cancelled shows netflix have <laughs> always done that <laughs> and and people who say oh, i've cancelled my subscription because archive 81 has been cancelled archive 81 had finished anyway yeah it was going to be two years before you got a new series that that just isn't the reason why you're cancelling your subscription sure you, you can't that's just people trying to come up with a reason why they're cancelling their subscription because they don't want to admit that they haven't got the money to pay for it. Sure. But I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, what Netflix have released this week is a huge list <laughs> of movies, shows that are arriving throughout this summer. Yeah. Uh, and through the rest of the year. There's um, a lot of stuff coming. Yeah, it, it it's absolutely huge. Uh, there's, I mean, I can pick a few out. Yeah, you know, go for it. But you know, the, we're not going to be suddenly have a dearth of stuff coming to, no, there's to still the streaming be, service. Pretty much every way. day, something gets released onto Netflix. Uh, few bit, yeah, a few few big releases later this summer. So Day Shift arrives August twelfth. That. Uh, stars Jamie Foxx, Dave Franco, um, Snoop Dogg, Scott Adkins, formerly of this parish. <laughs> uh, Jamie Foxx stars as a hard-working blue-collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted daughter. But his mundane San Fernando Valley pool-cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, hunting and killing vampires. <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing. So... <laughs> 
That that sounds prime bottom of the stream if it didn't start all those really famous people. Yeah. Uh, possibly the the big one for the summer is The Grey Man. Yep. July the 22nd, directed by the Russo Brothers. Uh, it stars Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, Billy Bob Thornton, Reggie Jean Page. Uh, when the CIA's most skilled mercenary, whose true identity is known to none, accidentally discovers a dark agency's secrets, a psychopathic former colleague puts a bounty on his head, setting off a global manhunt by international assassins. Interesting. There's the Jennifer Lopez documentary, June the 14th, halftime. Oh, yeah, we, we mentioned that about. a few weeks ago, didn't we? I think a trap that, ne- just going off slightly, going no, back to fine. that last one that you spoke about, I think the trap Netflix have fallen into a little bit is trying to beef up a cast yeah, when it's unnecessary. Yes. And really try and sell a movie on the cast rather than the plot line and the story. Yeah. They do seem to have fallen into that trap a little bit and just throw as much, get as many stars into a film as you can. Red you Notice, and I know always it's my go-to <laughs> for picking on. Yeah. But it really didn't work with those three huge stars in. No. They, there was no chemistry. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'd it rather was. have a separate rock movie and Ryan Reynolds yeah. movie and Gal Gadot movie. You could say, I know Don't Look Up was Oscar nominated and you could say the same thing about that. There's there's people in that who don't need to be in there. Those roles could have been played by any, like sure. Timothy Chalamet's role in that yeah. or uh, Jonah Hill's role in that. Anybody could have done that. It's, they're just literally just throwing names at, at the wall and seeing what sticks. And I feel like they are falling into that trap a little bit. Yeah. Which they have to be careful of. Your movie should be able to be sold on its trailer and its poster. Sure. You don't need a, a whole massive cast list. Uh, June the 8th, you can watch Hustle, which is Adam Sandler's latest Netflix movie. Okay. It is a one of his proper movies. Oh, right. to his <laughs> stupid movies, he allegedly. Loves the, he, he loves doing proper movies. Uh, Adam Sandler stars with Keen Latifah, Queen Latifah, <laughs> Ben Foster... Uh, Robert Duval, uh, after discovering a once-in-a-lifetime player with a rocky past, a down-on-his-look basketball scout, takes it upon himself to bring the phenom to the United States without his team's approval. Mm. Um, to one final shot to prove they have what it takes to make it to the NBA. Cool. Sounds good. Next one's interesting. Yep. The new movie, the third movie, I believe, maybe the fourth, uh, by director Babak Anvari. Oh, okay. Who... You will recognise because we've talked about two of his movies we have. on our show before. Yeah. The wonderful Under the Shadow. Yeah. And the abominable <laughs> Wounds. Yeah. He do, he's not he's not consistent on bottom of the stream. <laughs> that's for sure. His new movie is called I Came By. Okay. Uh, it stars Hugh Bonneville, Kelly MacDonald, among others. A rebellious young graffiti artist targets the homes of London's wealthy elite. When he discovers a dark secret about a prestigious judge, it leads him on a shocking journey, endangering himself and those closest to him. That sounds interesting. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Interceptor arrives on June the 3rd. Uh, that's produced by Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay. Uh, mostly is a cast of unknowns, though. One army captain must use her years of tactical training and military expertise when a coordinated attack threatens the remote missile interceptor station she is in command of. Sounds good. Uh, the Man from Toronto. Okay. Kevin Hart, Woody Harrison, Kaylee Quacko, Ellen Barkin. Uh, a, lo- uh, a case of mistaken identity arises after a screw-up sales consultant and the world's deadliest assassin, known only as the Man from Toronto, run into each other at a holiday rental. <laughs> 
That sounds like it could be good fun. Kevin Hart's usually quite uh, bankable. Yeah. He's he's got a few projects in the in the works, I believe, with yeah. Netflix. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, there's absolutely loads. This the the list that I have, we can I'm sure we can we can tweet out the list. Yeah, we'll stick it on the Discord. Uh, you know, goes into much more. Detail. You've got a whole watch of career movies. You know, from 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 all over as well. Um, August fifth, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Oh, okay, excellent. Uh, that's a uh, including a voice cast such as Ben Schwartz, Cat Graham, and Holy jo- Haley Joel Osmond. Oh. Uh, senior year arrives next month. That's uh, Rebel Wilson and Alicia Silverstone's new comedy. So there's there's an absolute. There's always going to be stuff coming. stuff coming to Netflix. That's, that isn't stopping. That's not stopping anytime soon. And you've just got to, you've not got to be wanting to watch all the new releases that's what not not what netflix is for you're not you're not getting cinema release movies straight to netflix anymore it's not what they're doing it's not their business model that's what disney plus and amazon are for you've just got to find the hidden gems on netflix which is kind of what we do kind of what we wanted to do from the start awesome yeah good well done any more news that's all the news for this week excellent have you watched anything good at the top of the stream I don't think I've watched too much because it has been quite a busy uh, couple of weeks. But I have had time to go to the cinema. Okay. Whole family went. And we went and watched Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh, excellent. I never got, I've not got to it yet. And I don't think I will now. I think it's gone off on our cinema. Okay. What did you, uh, what did you think? I had a great time. Yeah? Yeah, it was really fun. Good as the first one? Not quite. No, okay. But it was still fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jim Carrey is still Jim Carrey. Hmm. Being completely over the top. And what more could you want? Having a Gary? having a wild time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I really enjoyed it. Good. It looks good. It's funny. You know, something there for the adults in <laughs> in the humour, and and then it's just bright, bright and loud and fast for the kids. I'll definitely catch it when it comes to streaming. I really enjoyed the first. It's one. A, a good tease for the third one as well at the end. Oh, is so. there? Excellent. This yeah. franchise isn't going anywhere just yet. Then. No, well, I think the third one, well, the the third one was commissioned at the same time yeah, as the second one, I believe. I think, so. I think you're right. Yeah. Excellent. Ba- banking all that hedgehog money. <laughs> it's crazy that it's taken so long to happen, isn't it? When you think, yeah. You know, Sonic's, what, 30 something years old now? Exactly. It's crazy that it's taken this long. I mean, I think it does put quite a bit of pressure on the forthcoming Mario movie. Yeah, definitely. That's been postponed, hasn't it? And uh, I saw that this week. Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, but it would be. I wonder if that's sort of a back to the drawing board. Maybe having seen how well this has done, I don't know. Could be. Oh. Yeah, I feel like there's more story to, there's more lore to get from a Mario movie. You can, oh, definitely. There's Sonic's just a hedgehog that can run fast. Yeah. There's, there's a whole like history there with Mario. But yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean. Yeah, video game movies are not usually that successful, but these ones seem to have struck a chord with some people. They, they have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. interesting. How and about you? Uh, I've also been to the cinema. Nice. I went to watch The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, brilliant. With uh, Lord Nicholas Cage. Yes. It's incredibly good. Good, I'm so happy. <laughs> it's really good fun. Um, I feel like it's Nick Cage going, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's basically what he's saying. He's like, yeah. I get it. I know who I am, and I, I agree. Because and I'm having, I'm now just having fun with it. Yeah, basically, he, he's there's a whole thing in the film where he's like, because people say they, they say to him like, the whole joke throughout the film is I'm, I'm coming back even though I've never been anywhere. Yeah, and he's like, I don't see this job as a career. 
I see this job as a job. So I take the jobs and I get the money. And if the jobs are being offered are not as good as they were 20 years ago, I'm still getting paid. Yeah. And that's how he sees his life. And it's it's almost like, I mean, it's not real Nick Cage in this film. It's a very much a extreme version of, of Nick course. Cage. But I feel like it's him saying, yeah, I understand. I know who I am. Deal with it. <laughs> and it's at the same time, it's really funny. Cool. I was, I was just smiling all the way through it. It's just It's just great. I can't rave enough about it. Pedro Pascal is amazing. He's a great actor. He is a great actor, and he and he almost steals it. He, he's he's as good as Cage is in it. But when Nicolas Cage gets off with himself, yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> There's like a younger version of Nicolas Cage. who's like his inner monologue. Sure. So he's got this younger version of himself who follows him around. It's just brilliant. It's a lot of fun. I would highly recommend it. Good. And I've also started Better Call Saul season. Whatever six. the hell we're on, six. I think it's six. Six and final. Yeah. It's been good so far. I've only seen the first two so far. I think the third one's out there now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I've, re- I've been really enjoying it. I love that show. Yeah. I know exactly what you're going to say, and I think we've said well, it before. But I'm not 100% I finished season five. I need oh, really? to go back and check. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, it's I been think... a lot. Again, it's been two and over two I years. I think I might have, not on purpose. Just I, forgot I, about I, it. I, yeah, I think <laughs> I might have watched half and then just... Wow. accidentally not gone back which so i need to go and check it's, it's another one that's been over two years since the last season yeah not purely not because of the i pandemic just got a time. niggle that i didn't quite get to the end it's it's um, the best show i've ever seen that isn't about anything and nothing happened <laughs> because it's just people living lives i we have definitely said this bit before once i put it on yeah i'm in all the way yeah but i never i i don't ever really want to watch it yeah i know exactly what you mean <laughs> so i i really enjoyed those first two episodes not fussed about going to this third one and i know i will and when i'm watching it it'll be great. It's, yeah it'll be enough but it's six seasons in now and i feel like i felt like that the whole way through yeah. it's weird i don't i know i, I, I can't like tell really you anything criticism, i can't tell you anything about what's happened well at all ever <laughs> in it i really <laughs> feel like, like i could i could do with a highlighted pa- highlight package before i go back in you ain't getting one <laughs> that, that's the one thing that i'm like that's a baller move that they've not even done like a previously on better call Saul. sure it just starts yeah and it's like, that's two years since your last season. You need to tell me what happened. And they haven't. And I'm like, I was a little bit annoyed by it, to be fair. So I was like, first half an hour. Isn't that like, on you to go and find it? Pro- yeah, it must I be, d- because d- they've decided not to. But think how you watched, I'm going back to now, obviously to Breaking Bad. Yeah. Which had that snowball effect, didn't it? Yes. Now, I think I got on it a bit earlier than anyone, than some other people. I think I... Yeah, I did. I think I was pretty much with it from maybe season three yeah. to the end. So, But I know a lot of people sort of went, oh, right, one to five. It's just boom, 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 boom. Oh, and now I'm ready for the last season. And better, better course all will, I'm, I'm sure it will be an unbelievable binge watch when it's all there. That's that's what I feel about Better Course All. I feel like Better Course All has been made for a binge watching audience and not, and not released, released that way. Well. And I feel like that's why we like we are with it, because yeah. it's. I I think when it's all done, I might do the whole thing yeah. from, from the beginning of Better Call Saul to the end of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, I, I have a theory about where we are in the timeline at the minute as well. Okay. And I feel like we're further forward than we think we are, but um, I don't. I can't really go into that without sure. spoiling everything that's happened in Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. 
But I, I've, yeah, I, despite all that, that is no qualms whatsoever to say it's not as. Oh, it's a, a great show. show. It's amazing. It's an amazing show. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, it is. And everybody in it is brilliant and it's cast beautifully. But it, it just doesn't light my fire to go, oh my God, this is out. Yeah. Must watch that tonight. Agreed. So that's. I feel like they've got a long way to go in this season as well to get him to the point of him being where so good. Where you think it's going to. Yeah. Yeah. And to the point where Kim Wexler is never mentioned in Breaking Bad. No, exactly. So you've got to get rid of that character yeah. completely and make Jimmy McGill into Saul Goodman in these next, what, five, six episodes left? Something like that, yeah. We've got, considering we've had six seasons to do it, it's taken a long time. The show's called Better Call Saul. He's only just started calling himself Saul. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I feel like it's been treading water for a long time. But that's what Vince Gilligan does with his writing. Sure. But yeah. It's yeah, it'll be, it'll be good to see how it, uh, how it all comes together. I've watched one more thing this week. Okay. Now, you accuse me quite often of over zealous on stuff i'm be really overzealous on this show okay right okay. no 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 just let me come i don't is it hyperbole not, yes but not always positively i i okay. feel i sometimes you have a bit of a sweeping brush and we'll say that's the best thing i've seen since the last best thing i've seen yeah. ever but i'm gonna do it again and also that's the worst thing <laughs> i'm I've about seen to do it again the last worst thing i've seen ever in my life i'm about to do it again but for very different okay, reasons this fine. time i have uh, i feel like the last couple of weeks, Netflix has been, there's been a real negative vibe in the air around Netflix in the world. And then they release a show that everybody should be raving about and everybody is raving about. I've watched Heartstopper this week. Oh yeah, I am. I have, I am aware of it. I haven't watched it. Heartstopper, Heartstopper, <laughs> Heartstopper could be the most important TV show of recent times. It's so, so beautiful. Every single episode made me cry. Oh, really? Every single one. And at the end of it, I was in pieces. I was, okay. I was, Have you watched the whole thing? Un- in a day. Okay. I couldn't turn it off. I was inconsolable by the end of it. It's absolutely... I, I do you know anything about it? Uh, I, I know it's, it's a British school show. <laughs> it's, <laughs> That's literally all I know about it's it. A British, it's set in a British school. It's an LGBT show. Yeah. About two... A 15-year-old and a 16-year-old who fall in love. Two boys. And it's beautiful. Cool. <laughs> it's a complete, it's a love story. There's no mention of sex in it at all, which okay. never happens in gay TV shows. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people have been saying it this week. A lot of people who are our age, our generation are saying this show's really important. And if this show would have been around when I was younger, my life would have been completely different. Right. And they're, they're saying that as if it's a negative thing. As if, like, I'm angry with my with the world that I didn't have this show when I was okay. younger. I'm looking at it in a completely different way. And the fact that it's a beautiful thing that these people of this age now, 15, 16-year-olds, have got a show like this. And they have these role models now. Okay. And it will, this show will change lives and it will probably save lives. It probably already has. Awesome. And it's it's <laughs> making me emotional to talk about it. It's so good. Everybody should watch it. It's... It's a kid's show. It's it's aimed at teenagers. It's not aimed at me. Cool. But it's it's incredible. It's really the, well done. It's so well done. It's it's poss- it's probably the best LGBT show ever. Because it is it, there's no sexual there's no sexualness to it. Yeah. It's love. It's all about love. Oh, brilliant. And it's <laughs> it's the two main guys in it are called Kit Connor and Joe Luck. They're both relative unknowns. They've both really not done anything before. And their chemistry is better than anything I think I've ever seen between anybody. It felt like they were really in love with each other. 
That's good because we see so many. Yeah. Well, I just talked about Red Notice. For exactly. Christ's sake. There's no chemistry in that whatsoever. <laughs> you you could believe that these two have been in love for years. Yeah. And the the really really great thing about this show is that it's teenagers playing teenage roles. Oh, so it's not. We've not got like thirty year olds no. being a. The oldest person, the oldest person who's a playing a teenager boy. is twenty in it. Okay. And the, those two are playing their a year out maybe okay. they're like they're like 18 17 in real life but they're playing 15 16 it's it blew my mind awesome it's genuinely blown my mind and i can't i can't say enough good things about it i haven't stopped thinking about it all week i, I honestly feel like i'll probably watch it again i was just like, gonna say that are you gonna now? go back <laughs> <laughs> it's based on uh, graphic novels brutal and apparently it's the virtually word for word and i've seen some pictures of the graphic novel compared to the sets yeah and they're Almost identical nice. to the point where the bookshelves and the rooms are in exactly the same place. Wicked. Honestly, check it out. Yeah, we'll like, do. Honestly, can't I, not after that review. You can't, Sounds you can't. awesome. It's it's brilliant, and I know you accuse me of being like over the top sometimes, but hey, look, if it deserves it, that's great. <laughs> it deserves it because just, just not every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair, that's fair. But no, I feel like there's kids out there who are having their lives changed at the minute watching that show. Well, look, and look, that that can only be a good thing. Of course, it can. If you, if if you've got something that that something like that 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 can speak to you yeah. at any age, then that is. If there'd have been shows like thing. that when I was a kid, everything would have changed. Yeah. And but like I said at the beginning, people are talking that in a negative way, but it's not. Yeah. It's a real positive that kids that age are getting that, that now. Get getting that now. Anyway, <laughs> feel like awesome. I've uh, been I've been thinking of a week about how I'm going to say that, and hopefully I said it all right. I thought it was very very eloquent. Thank you. And you did. Uh, a, a very good job <laughs> and you made me want to watch it so it's, there are, there's eight half an hour episodes you... <laughs> I'd, I'd love to be there's ha- there's eight half an hour episodes and it, honestly i did it in a day awesome. and i can't can't rave enough about it anyway we need to move on to the occupant because this episode's going long fine look we've been off for two weeks don't say we don't give you a <laughs> value for no money <laughs> it's all free so. well, not all of it uh, this this person who's chosen this film pays for it okay. So, as we mentioned at the beginning, the we, every season we, me, Nick, and our current Patreons get to choose a wild card. So they pick the film that we watch in that particular week. We have a se- not a separate stream table, but whoever wins the stream table, Who, whoever has the highest rated wild card movie thank within you. I was the stream table, stumbling over my words there, gets to pick the film that we. Well, they get to pick a film. Yeah. That we'll then talk about. They could pick any film this in the is, history of the world. So this movie's just off on its own. It's not included it's in not, any of our rankings. No, not at all. It's just a one-off. We're between seasons. Yep. Sam, this is actually because Sam's won the last two seasons. Yeah. Because he's very good at picking bottom of the stream films. <laughs> and so this is the one from the previous season. Yeah. So he'll also pick another one. So we, we gave him the option. We said you could pick any film in the history of the world. That you want us to watch, and we will watch it. I was and like, we will give you our views on it. Brilliant! With a finally a chance for us to watch something <laughs> top of the stream. Yeah, like I thought he was going to pick like Jaws, Jurassic or Park, Back to the Future, a Stone Cold Classic. What he's picked is a Spanish Netflix original, <laughs> which feels like it should be on the long list, and was probably a miscalculation mis- by us that it wasn't on the long list. It, it's a very much a bottom of the stream film. Um, to be fair to Sam. I can kind of 100%. understand his reasoning. Yes. Because we on this show, when we have had uh, the randomizer deliver to us a Spanish movie, yeah. historically they've done very, very well. And Absolutely. Been very good. I, I think <laughs> I think the best one we've ever watched is a Spanish movie. 
Yeah, I know you. I, 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 yeah. I still think Mirage is the best film we've ever seen on the show. It's a great movie. It is. Uh, you know, I think it's. A, I think that's only the second best Spanish movie we've seen. <laughs> oh, really? Because I personally, Spanishly speaking, <laughs> prefer the Blacksmith and the Devil. Yeah, that's that's Basque. But <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. That's right there as well. Invisible Guest. That that finished like what second or third in the stream table season five. Yeah. So we've we have very high success rates with Spanish films. Um, Sam's picked a film called The Occupant. The Occupant was released in twenty twenty. It's a 15, it runs for 1 hour and 43 minutes, and it's currently rated at 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 6.4. Thoughts? I mean, certainly, that is in line with the higher end of the movie that we would tend to yeah. tend to crop up against on this show. Do you think it fits for this movie? I felt that this wasn't a very cinematic movie. I'd agree with that. Let me go through the cast and then we'll get into the movie. Sure. We're not going to do like a full 40 minutes on it. No. Don't worry. You're not, you're not, you've not got like a 120 minute podcast. That we're just going to, it's basically what we're going to do is not break it down scene by scene. We're sure. just going to do the bit that we would normally do at the end. Um, this film stars Javier Gutierrez. He plays a character called Javier. Um, do you recognize him? I, I kind of did, Have but, you seen... but I just thought he looks like someone else rather than yeah, someone fair. that I know. Have you seen the Assassin's Creed movie? No. Good. It's it. shit. Don't yes. watch it, but he's in that. Um, I thought he looked like Teabag out of uh, that's not Prison Break. Yeah, he does a little bit out of Prison Break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now that's a great shout. Um, he's also in another Netflix original, which is another Spanish film called Below Zero. Okay. Um, which is possibly going to end up on our long list because it looks quite good. Um, also stars Mario Casas. He plays a character called Thomas. I do recognise this chap. This chap's been in another one of the films that we've done. Yeah. He was in The Invisible Guest. He was the main character in The Invisible Guest. He was very good in it. He was very good in it. It's a very good film. The Invisible. If you've not seen The Invisible Guest, check that out. Um, written and directed by a set of brothers, David and Alex Pastor. They have done lots and lots of Spanish films together, but none that we've ever done before. Okay. And none that I've really heard of. But yeah, they're a, they're a directing duo, brother duo. This film had a cinema release in Argentina. Good. Do you know, want to know its worldwide gross? Yes, I would love to. $1,845. Ooh. But it only had a one country, yeah. and presumably one, maybe one, one showing. showing. Um, but yeah, it had, for some reason... I hope those I people had a really good time. So do I. Better than I did. Do you have a one-word review of it? Meh. Yeah, that'd be exactly mine as well. I just thought it was a little bit meh. This, I, I maybe it's partly my fault. I'm going in with pretty high hopes. Yeah. Because of all those reasons we've just listed. Yeah, I guess you're right. And honestly, it, it was really TV movie of the week for me. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, I Oh God, I'm going to go in hard, fast. <laughs> That's early. how I like it. I thought Javier, who played Javier. Yeah. Not very good. I agree. I think we're like we're going to agree a lot on this. I I thought he was. I'd go further than that. I thought wooden. it was pretty wooden. Yeah, pretty boring. And I didn't buy him as a bad guy doing no. all these things. No, uh, I... basically stealing this guy's life. Yeah, I guess we need to give a synopsis because we're not going to break it down scene by scene. So I guess we kind of need to say what it was about. Do you want me to read the tagline? Uh, the synopsis. You can do if you want to. Javier Munoz, once a successful executive, makes a fateful decision to leave his home, which he and his family can no longer afford. Well, that's it. That's not it. That's the synopsis. So basically... He's an he, advertising executive. Yeah, he lives... Or, who was formerly very successful. Yeah. And then we meet him trying to get a he's job. The, he's on the downward spiral of his career. Yeah, and all these and, young, trendy people who sit on beanbags in offices are yeah. like, dude, 
No, you're too no. old. You, you were great. You're past you're it. my inspiration, one yeah. guy says, but you, you've passed it now. So he, he ends up having to give up the beautiful apartment that he lives in. Yeah, they moved to their the second apartment yeah. in like the downtrodden area of yeah, so him Barcelona. Yeah, so him and his family move out. And, and then... He kind of unravels, but you don't see any of it. No. And it's like... And then it just... It's really clinical of this guy slowly worming his way into the life of the family who have moved into their old apartment. Yeah. So he basically moves himself back into his old apartment. Yeah. Over the course of the rest of the film. But you never see the guy unravel. No. Because he's really just... Oh, just this is my project. So I'm just he's detached, isn't it? Mm, completely. And it didn't at, because he's detached. It didn't attach me. Yeah, to this it movie felt really disjointed because it was like, well, why is this guy doing this? Was he has he lost his mind suddenly? Or yeah. but none of that happened. No, he was just, just he was just right clinical. Right, I'm I um, want that guy's life. I'm gonna eventually um, move in on his wife and his kid. And yeah, he started off wanting the apartment he back, so he's like, well, I can get the guy out of the way. I'll just take his wife and his kid. Yeah. And then by the end of the film, he does. And he just leaves his own <laughs> wife and kid. Yeah, he leaves his own wife and kid. No, he doesn't even like argue. No, it's just, his missus didn't even There's no build up there, is no, there? No, his missus didn't there's, seem that There's bothered. no emotional investment in this movie. And that just, I'm sat there just as detached as this it, performance. I agree. It's all very clinical. And it's like, this happened, then this happened, then this happened. And I, I like, I don't think anyone would ask like, act like this. No one is as upset as they should be. Yeah. Until the very end, when he he kills kills the husband, um, Thomas's Thomas, character, yeah. and then the way you killed Thomas was really clever, and the way he got back in and made got in with his wife and his daughter, and yeah, eventually is successful in his mission at the end was really clever. But I didn't care enough by that point. Every this film was also its own undoing because so every day Javier goes back to his old flat. And he's still got like the garage fob, hasn't he? So he lets yeah. himself into the the underground car park, and and he's still got his. For some reason, he's still got his key, so he go he goes up in the. Lift. The cleaner threw it at him when he uh, sacked okay. her. Oh, of course he did, yeah. And he never. But there's one time that he nearly runs into another person out the flat. Yeah. And he hides in the lift. Yeah. Which was a stupid scene. <laughs> the really lift was. doors are open. The lift doors are open. He's hiding behind the control and panel. And it just relies on her, the woman not coming, not coming in because she's been distracted by someone yeah. else. And, and I actually wrote in my notes at that point, well, that just shows how ridiculous the premise of this is. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I, because, and there, with the, there was a neighbour across the hallway who had a massive dog. Yeah. Who he almost got caught by a couple of times, so he kills the dog. And it's like... And it's a huge apartment block. And it's like, well, yeah, this is stupid that he's never been seen. Yeah. He's not a spy. And then, he, a... then he does get seen. By the gardener. By the gardener. Who turns, turns out, out to be a, a pedophile. Yeah. Creepy weirdo. And so he gets... He sets him on fire somehow. Oh, yeah. Because Javier is also like a mechanic who knows how to rig up a... He rigs up his petrol-powered leaf blower. Yeah. To, to explode explain. all over him and set him on fire. He's like in the A-team as well. Because he, he makes him steal kids underwear and all yeah the guy's like i won't tell the new tenant that you're letting yourself in if you get me as but it didn't feel believable either that the gardener really got what was going on very quickly from very little information yeah he knew he saw javier was at the apartment block and jumped to the what turned out to be the correct conclusion but from just seeing him there yeah there was no like it was it felt very like Oh, that's you've just it didn't done that feel like a real conversation, did it? When no. he when he approached him in the garden and said, he says, "Oh, Mister, whatever your name is, why yeah. are you back?" And he says, oh, "I'm here to collect some mail." Yeah. And then the gardener goes straight to, 
well, I feel it starts like interrogating. I feel it. like you're like, moving back in and stealing yeah, this guy's wife. Yeah. It's like, where did you get that? Why, yeah. How have you jumped to that conclusion so quickly? And yeah, it all, it certainly isn't the best Spanish film we've watched. I, I think I'd go as far as to say it's probably the worst. It's, and, um, it wasted Mario Casas as well, didn't it? Yeah, completely. Because he's just barely in it. And as, as the victim, Thomas. Yeah. So the main guy that we're following is the bad guy, which is always a difficult thing to get right in a film. If you're following the antagonist or the protagonist, what's the word? Which one's the bad one? <laughs> the antagonist. antagonist. If you're following the antagonist in a film, it's always difficult to get right. Because yeah. you can't, you've got, you've got to stop the There's audience. There's no Dexter to this. No, you've got to stop the audience sympathizing with him, but I also have him sympathize with him a little bit. Mm. Whereas with this, I didn't care either way. I was not bothered. The actions that Javier takes in this are extremely disproportionate to the uh, the barriers that he suffered in life. Yeah, he just wanted his flat back, so he ruined. The, he killed this guy. Yeah, ruined this guy's life and killed him. To, Stole his wife just to get his apartment. Oh, and back. killed the gardener. And killed the gardener. And left his wife just because he wanted to live with his. Because he's not like flat. his kid. Because he's got a fat kid. Yeah, <laughs> he had got a fat kid, <laughs> and his wife wasn't that great. But no, I don't. I, I didn't get any commentary from Sam. Maybe we'll get some in time for next week's wave. But I'd be interested to know what he thought of this and why he's picked this for us. Because I'm assuming he enjoyed it, as he wouldn't have picked it. So, I, I, so I don't know if Sam picked this without seeing it. Which no, I think is, he has seen it. Okay. I get the I got I, the impression that he had. I might be wrong. Let us know, Sam. Either way, um, I'd be interested to know your thoughts on it because I feel like I bet it isn't. It's bad, but it isn't we've shit. On it's it not quite woeful. A lot, it's not. The worst film we've ever seen, by but the way. But it's, 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 it's just a TV drama movie. Yeah. It, it feels like this is, There's again, nothing special there, is there? You know, ITV would do this starring Robson Green. Yeah. And no one would remember it in... <laughs> Robson Green. A week. Yeah, it's, it's a mid-table stream table movie. At best. Yeah. Some stream tables, it's probably even lower than mid-table. Also, again, this might be my fault. I was waiting for the twist in the last yeah. couple of scenes. And there I agree, and there one. wasn't one. He just, he was just, he just won. He just won. Yeah, he was successful. He got rid of the guy and took his family. Yeah. The end. Is it a twist if there's no, is that the twist? The, there's no twist. <laughs> the twist is there's no twist. Yeah. Oh, it's double meta. Maybe. But no, I thought it was a. Uh, but why am I spending an hour and three quarters following this guy that I'm not rooting for? Because you're not giving me anything to root for. Yeah. And he's not. Not even in a bad guy way, like, oh, fucking hell, this guy's cool. Yeah. He's just a nerdy, older, middle-aged guy, wasn't he? Yeah. And he doesn't get to do any acting. No. Because of that detachment. Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't even... There's a whole... They even make a point about when he leaves his wife. And he says... he's He just walks out and she says, why are you, are you not coming back? And he says, oh, I might come back in a few days. What, would you rather we had a screaming argument about it? And so they've actually made that decision to... Yeah, to make him detach like that. It doesn't work for me. No, it didn't work for me either. I thought it was. Uh, I was. In, I was glad when it finished. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Um. Sorry, Sam. That was disappointing. <laughs> it was a disappointment. It was a disappointment. I feel like someone's gone. Um, oh, that's a massive magpie out the window. Sorry. What size was that? <laughs> I feel like Sam's uh, picked this film for us to talk about, and we've just shit all over it. And apologise for that. But pick a better one for your next one. <laughs> <laughs> I think if this comes at you as a total surprise, I don't. I do wonder how much of it is down to me having high expectations. Maybe, but I, but, but I don't Maybe. think it was. It was just bang average. Did you watch the dub or the subtitles? I started off 
subtitles and I, I changed. Same. I, I started with the dub and then I was like, why am I watching the dub? I'm not making notes. I'll yeah. watch the subtitles. And it doesn't really make any difference, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, Sam. It's shit. <laughs> Better look next time. <laughs> it's not shit. It's, it's His prizes. It's meh. We sat and watched it. <laughs> yeah, we sat and watched it and we talked about it for 10, 15 minutes. All I would say is, you know, with with our experience, there are much better. There are better spiders. Come on. If, you, if you're thinking, well, I might put the occupant films on. To watch. I might put the occupant on. Put Mirage on instead. Yeah. Or the Invisible Guest. Or the or Black Spider and the Devil. Uh, <laughs> and, and also, there are... We'll see, we'll see how Robin the Randomizer does for us in, as we go into season seven. Yeah. But there are a few more Spanish movies there are indeed. on the long list. Yeah, absolutely. So. so that's the end of that. Yeah. So Sam gets to pick. We'll do another one at some point. We probably won't wait a whole season this time. No, we'll, 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 do another we'll squeeze one. it in on a wave at some point. Yeah, or we might even do a special weeks. bonus one, yeah. one week. Um, What's happening on Thursday, Nick? On Thursday, it is the annual... Botsker Award Ceremony. Dun, dun, dun. I'm so excited. I love recording the Botsker episodes. Every time uh, around this time of year, uh, because our stream tables, obviously, each season is 25 movies long. Yeah. So it works out annually. Yep. So two can, seasons get covered a, by a one Botsker ceremony. ceremony. Yeah. So we'll be covering season five and season, season six of this show. Yep. We'll recap some of the films that we've watched. We'll talk about most of the films in the last season and then we'll give out what eight or ten awards yeah induct a couple more people into the captain's gallery which is our hall of fame yep uh oh, i'm really excited i love recording the way uh, the wave i love recording <laughs> the wave i just do but i also love recording the botskins so yeah we're gonna have a lot of fun with that one so that'll be right here on this feed on thursday it will indeed and then next week yep we will be back with the wave the normal wave and then we've got a few changes made to the wave over the next few weeks, yeah. which is quite exciting. We've got some announcements to make. Slowly slipping in over the next couple of weeks. Uh, and then after that, we're back, season seven. Yeah. So at the end of the Botska ceremony, we'll pick the film that we're going to watch for season seven. Yeah. So that's. Oh, it's all kicking off. It's exciting times. It's the start of another exciting season. I love the start of a season because you don't know what's coming. No. You could have a load of shit. We could have a load of great films, and we're going to find some great films on that. Whatever happens, we're going to find some great films. At least one. At least out one. of twenty-five, surely <laughs> the averages. So. I would hope so. Imagine if we had a terrible season, and just a terrible film. <laughs> wow, like season five was. <laughs> so yeah, let's get out of here, shall we? And we'll go and record some bots because get your tux on. It's on. Cool. Right, we'll see you on Thursday. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>